0: Seltzer king's podcasts what the hell are you thinking is the show that talks about everything you thought you knew i mean well not everything we we don't do math but the kind of things that make the world the way it is today confusing annoying contradictory and often extremely stupid join host dave bledsoe as he explores the past 50 years or so and explains how dumb things were then and why they're even dumber now because those things happen You can listen every Monday morning at whatthehellpodcast.com or on your favorite podcast app.
1: Ew. What does this do? What? What does
0: this do? Uh, It uh, extracts fatal organs to replenish its own mutating cells.
1: Wow. What does this one do? Um, it
0: elongates its mouth to, uh, engulf its victim's head with its incisors.
1: Ouch. Wait, what does this one do?
0: It asks endless questions of those with whom it's supposed to be working so that nothing is getting
1: done. Boy, there's a demon for everything. Welcome to another episode of Boys Watching Buffy, where just is two boys watching every episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer for the first time ever, giving our review, giving our thoughts, giving our reaction. We're your hosts. I am Joe Welke. I am Vance. And today we're talking about season two, episode 18, titled Killed by Death, directed by Darren Seraphian? Seraphian? I don't know. Uh, written by Rob Day's Hotel and Dean Batali. Original air date March third, nineteen ninety-eight, to an audience of six point zero eight million people. This this uh, this audience is dropping off here, Vance. I, don't I, know I what think happened. six. I don't
0: think around like six six point eight is probably where it levels out. Until mm-hmm. maybe later seasons, it might have a big boon or some big, um, you know, Buffy Param might be a big one.
1: Oh. Yeah. There's a prom episode. Yeah, okay. of course. There's got to be a prom episode. There has to be. Well, yeah. we had that May May fling, spring fling. Oh, yeah, but prom at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the last two episodes, me and Vance really loved. This one was kind of a letdown for me. I don't know about you, Vance. I, I was riding the high of the last two, and I was like, oh, it's just going to keep going. And then this one, I was kind of like, yeah, okay.
0: This, uh, it's interesting because I watched this episode minutes before we got on. I just finished <laughs> I just finished it. Um and I was thinking about it and when it started it was doing stuff that I was like, ah, I don't really like. I it's a personal thing that I don't like that when shows do the really artsy is this happening dreams. Yeah. Fantasy stuff. Yes. But then I realized they didn't stick with it. No and it, and it didn't make me happier that they didn't stick with it. Which was Like the irony of that, like if I don't think, I think they should have pushed that even further thinking about it afterwards.
1: Okay. Yeah. I mean, it, It, there were confusing
0: times. Yeah. It starts out and you're like, okay, this is going to be one of those weird ones. What's happening. And then you're like, nah, it's not. (laughs) And then, and then it's kind of straightforward.
1: Yeah, um, I, I agree with you there. Yeah. And there's there's a lot of like trippy like, is it a dream? Is it a flashback? Is it a memory? Yeah. Is it happening now? But they already answer that like real early. <laughs> and then it's mm-hmm. just like when they bring up is it a is
0: it real again? You're like, Why are you asking? I wrote that, I was like, yeah. Why are you why are you doubting yourself now? Like <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah. All right. Let's get into the episode then. Um, so oh, I did want to so... say
0: I did want to say that uh, depending on how long we go, I might have a couple little bonus, uh, a bonus um, questions and stuff for you if we get to okay. it. We'll see. We'll see. For
1: happens. me specifically, or from or a
0: little little segment that we can do that you don't know what's coming. So yeah.
1: okay, all right, I'm down for that little, a little surprise segment. Yeah, impromptu segment. Hey, I, I I've done improv before. Oh, yes, and you Yeah. Um. All right, let's get into the episode. So it opens up with a little recap about like what, you know, what's up with Angel recently. Um, and then the episode actually opens up with Buffy climbing over a graveyard wall and she falls over and she's stumbling around and you're like, I don't know what's really happening here. And she's got a stake out and she hears like some rustling going on around this huge tombstone. So she can't see who's on the other side. And she pulls out her stake like she's going to stab him. And uh, it's actually Xander, Willow, and Cordelia. And Xander has this great line where Buffy's about to stab him. And he goes, oh, my God, my life flashed before my eyes. I really need to get a life. <laughs> <laughs> there's, some,
0: there's actually some pretty good lines and some cheesy lines in this. But there's some good lines in this one. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, But then it's revealed that uh, the reason why Xander, Willow and Cordelia are skulking around the graveyard is because Buffy actually has the flu and she's sick and she should actually be at home. Um, And they're all arguing and Buffy's like, well, if I'm not out here, you know, people might die. Then the gang is like, well, we're out here and they have crosses and stakes and stuff. They really are the Scooby gang in this one. Yeah. (laughs) When they come out. (laughs) Yeah. And then out of nowhere, somewhere, somewhere, somebody mentions like, well, uh, if you weren't here, you know, Angel might be killing somebody and we can't have him kill any more people. And then Angel shows up and he goes, oh, come on. Let me get at least one more. Did you think this was a dream? Yeah, I thought something was was up here because
0: this this whole we'll, we'll go into this opening scene, but it didn't feel real at all. Yeah, like,
1: people were acting very weirdly. Like, I know that Buffy has the flu. Yeah. um, But then Angel just shows up out of nowhere, like, from behind Buffy. And nobody sees him show up from behind Buffy. I've been saying this for
0: episodes. People sneak up on Buffy and people in the graveyard so Mm -hmm. easily all the time. Even when he was regular nice Angel, he would sneak up on her. Yeah. And I was always like, Buffy, if he can sneak up on you... You are not
1: safe out here by yourself. Yeah, dude. So he sneaks up on her. He goes and he lunges at, uh, I think it's Cordelia. Yeah, he's like,
0: oh, let me get one more. And he tackles Cordelia, who I thought yeah. had a giant cross in her hand. She did. <laughs> you're absolutely right, Vance. Okay, so they were arguing that, hey, Buffy's like, hey, I need to be out here because Angel could hurt someone. They're like, "He, you can't fight him if you're sick right mm-hmm. and they're like you 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 don't stand a chance with against some sick and then I'm thinking to myself how do you three stand a chance yeah. <laughs> like yeah. she's a sick slayer which has to be better than three average high schoolers
1: yeah i mean they're not even in like peak physical condition or anything yeah, either I, you know and it's just like what why go home just go home yeah. just let him kill let him get <laughs> yeah, he's killing people anyway Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, But yeah, everybody had like crosses, stakes and everything. But he lunges at Cordelia, tackles her on the ground. And then Buffy pulls him off of her. Mm -hmm. So Buffy pulls him off from behind. Mm -hmm. And this moment pissed me off so much because Mm -hmm. Buffy now is resolute in her decision that she needs to kill Angel. Mm -hmm. Everybody's resolute in that decision. Mm Mm-hmm. Everything from this moment forward pissed me off. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. So Buffy comes from behind and pulls Angel off of Cordelia. Mm -hmm. Very similarly to how Xander stabbed that vampire in the back like two episodes ago that lunged on. Yeah, Yeah. at the funeral home with uh, with Buffy. Buffy could have stabbed him in the back just then, just like Xander did. Three people could have stabbed him when he was on top of Cordelia. (laughs) Exactly. But instead, Buffy pulls him off of Cordelia and then they have like an extended fight scene where everybody else that was there seems to have just disappeared.
0: (laughs) He's beating the shit out of Buffy and no one's stepping in.
1: Yeah, no one's helping. They would
0: just talk about how she's sick and weak. It wasn't one of those moments like, hey, let her do this. This is her fight. It was one of those like, oh, you're too sick to fight him. Oh, we'll just watch you fight.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Like nobody even like crept around a corner to like show him the cross or anything like nothing. There's not like a shot where like they
0: come in and he just back slaps Willow and she flies across and then Xander goes to help her while she's down on the ground. Like none of that normal stuff they do. It's just. Yeah. That's why I was like, is this a
1: dream? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was just like, this is and the fight scene is way too long (laughs) for no one to try to help. Also, like, you don't even see him in the background at all. Like, you don't see him, like, cowering or anything. Yeah. Like, they're just gone. And and Angel, we've seen, has good
0: plans. What is yeah. this? Just show <laughs> yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> just for the comedic timing of, like, when they said, called his name and he just appeared. Like, what?
1: Yeah. Why is he doing this? So, after what seems like, I'll say, like, three to four minutes of Buffy and Angel fighting. Yeah. He gets on top of Buffy mm-hmm. and he's like, Oh, I'm going to kill you now. And then you see Xander like slowly creep behind him. And I was like, Oh, this is where Xander's going to stab him in the back, like he did with that last vampire. Mm-hmm. But no, he puts a bag over Angel's head <laughs> like, yeah. like he's taking him hostage. They pull him off of Buffy. Yeah. And then they all just scatter away from him, and then start pointing the crosses at him, which have no effect on him while he's got the bag on his head.
0: I always think about this. Buffy has a cross on her neck that he gave her, and it Constantly. never he it never stops him from getting close to her.
1: Well, she doesn't wear that one anymore, but she does always she wear a, a cross on yeah. her neck. Yeah, she because now it's like a pearl one. Yeah, but it never stops him. Like, how big does the cross need to be? Like, does, <laughs> is the it's the cross, but like he's struggling with this bag and he's like writhing on the floor and they're all like pointing the crosses at him yeah. and then he takes the bag off and he sees the crosses like, oh, I guess we're going to have to finish this another time and then just walks away.
0: Yeah, and I thought it would be better if like Xander came to stab him with a spike and then like uh you got that quick cut where Angel's hand stops him from stabbing him you know it's yeah like not
1: today or something like that it's just anything that seems realistic yeah or like or like he goes to stab him and then right as he's about to stab him he takes the bag off and then yeah. xander's scared but i'm saying even before you put
0: the bag over him, like what are you doing where did that bag come oh, from? oh right right yeah right
1: <laughs> Why do you what was their plan yeah what was their plan with the bag <laughs> we bag them and stab them that's their plan <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, Angel just leaves. Nobody chases after him. Well, Um, well, Buffy's sick. Oh, yeah, of course she can. And we we know that she can't chase after him because she immediately passes out after this is all over. (laughs) And then it was like, Buffy. And the music is so somber.
0: Yeah. You would have thought she died or something. The music that they're playing throughout the next scene is the saddest music I've ever like The saddest
1: TV music. So then uh, I think this is where the intro song happens but then the gang takes her to the hospital and they're all worried and and they're, Xander's carrying her and he's like we help she might be concussed. she's passed out something happened mm-hmm. and that they put her on a stretcher and then Giles and and her mom show up and everyone's all worried and everyone the nurse tells uh, all of the the gang that they can't come in. But when Buffy's mom shows up, she's like, all right, well, she has to stay in the hospital for a few days. And okay. Buffy tries to escape. The mom was
0: really pissing me off when she first shows up. She's like, is she okay? And she's like, well, we're The doctor. like, well, we stabilized her. She's like, is she okay? And she's like, she's okay. And she's like, Phew. I'm like, let the doctor tell you what's wrong with her. You guys right. brought her in, and you don't even know if it's just the flu. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> like the doctor never get they never let the doctor explain what it is mm-hmm, it's so
1: frustrating, so yeah, then Buffy's being stretched uh, pushed around on her gurney, she wakes up and she's like, "I gotta go, I gotta get out of here. Uh, we gotta kill the vampires. there's vampires out in the world." And then Giles is like, oh, this, this fever is really making her crazy, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yes,
0: uh, Buffy, we'll, uh, we'll kill those vampires. <laughs> don't, don't, don't worry about the vampires.
1: <laughs> oh, teenagers, huh? <laughs>
0: <laughs> they explain this later, but I was also wondering why when Buffy's mom showed up and Giles is there, why she's not like, dude, why are you here? Right? <laughs> <laughs> but they kind of explain it later enough but yeah. yeah, um, do they drug Buffy at this point? Do they like yeah. crank her? This is this is all the most cliched hospital stuff you get. <laughs> like she's going crazy. Some doctor saying "Uh, her pupils dilated stat no And like he's talking to nobody because he's yeah. like there's no other people there yet. <laughs> and then she's going crazy. So they're like, we got to put her down. She's a, f- a sick flu girl. Like, yeah, and right? there's
1: like six doctors holding her down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they they trank her. Yeah. Uh then they take her into a room and then the mom explains like, "Yeah, Buffy's always hated hospitals because she was with her cousin when the cousin died at the hospital and she's been she's been uh, freaked out by hospitals ever since." And Buffy watched this cousin die. Yeah, um I get why they did this. But it's, I just
0: not need it. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I get it in the story element of everything. But when we get to it, I'll bring up something I think they set up earlier that they could have done. But yeah.
1: And then something very, very interesting happens here, Vance, that has to do with a prediction you made a long time ago. Hey, man, I just see,
0: I just see people of <laughs> the same age in the show full of teens. <laughs> and they're
1: both single. And I just start shipping away. Yeah, so Buffy's mom and Giles have a very touching moment where she's like, I'm so sorry I heard about what happened to your girlfriend, Miss Callender. That sucks that she's dead, but, you know, I guess that means you're su- no. <laughs> But well, Giles,
0: uh, is- I, I got an empty house now that uh, Buffy's in the <laughs> hospital
1: and <laughs> he's a strong, strapping English lad. <laughs> um. But, yeah, she's saying sorry for Jenny Callender's death. And Giles is all like, oh, yes, yes, thank you. Appreciate that. (laughs) He's like, I almost forgot about that until you reminded me. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And it's like a very long moment. Like, I thought it was going to end a lot sooner than it did. And it just kept going. I felt I was like, all right, we get it. You're going to fall in love (laughs) eventually.
0: (laughs) I mean, you have to do it just because the drama that it would put between Buffy
1: and Giles. Oh my god, yeah. Just yeah. Buffy walking in on Giles and uh, her mom smooching. <laughs> you saw what happened when she did it with robot Ted. I know. Yeah. Cannot wait yeah. until the Watcher is oh my god. And then doing Buffy's- a little more than watching. And you then know Buffy's dad shows up. Oh, Ooh. yeah. and then Ted comes back. <laughs> <laughs> and then Angel's sitting there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so that, that that's a weird moment that was going on, and then they cut back to like Buffy and and the gang is like looking through the window and Cordelia is basically like, yeah, I mean, while Buffy's here and she's passed out, she might as well get that thing on her face fixed. And they're like, what? She's like, well, I got plastic surgery here or something. And She was thinking it was bad. She, I thought she said they did a bad
0: job with plastic surgery here. And then she was like, but and then Willow's like, oh, I, she's not getting plastic surgery. And then she's like, she should get that thing on her face fixed fix yeah and then she says am i the only one that notices that thing on her face yeah. what thing on her face are they talking about i'm confused i don't know i, I, like, I, I wish
1: that they would have allowed her, but i kind of like that it's vague because everyone's looking at cordelia like what are you talking about i mean She's the like, next
0: the next scene when they cut to buffy on the bed i'm looking like hard i'm like is that <laughs> causing this does she have like some alien sucker that's like making
1: her like sick i was no, like i was like i mean i was like what I, is she talking about I knew exactly it was just a Cordelia yeah. being a, an a-hole thing. This is a Cordelia episode, too. Oh, yeah, it is. Um. So then everybody goes away and Buffy has some kind of crazy fever dream where there's a little boy standing at our door and he walks away all creepy like. And you're like, oh, kids are creepy. And then a creepy guy with a little bowler cap walks by with a huge underbite. And he's even creepier looking and he walks by, he's following the boy. And then I don't know exactly where this goes because then Buffy gets up and then she becomes little girl Buffy, I think.
0: Yeah, which I did not realize that was little girl Buffy, just uh, just the casting alone.
1: Yeah, I mean, the little girl has brown hair and Buffy has blonde hair. Yeah, and I'm
0: like, okay, maybe it's like blonde now and it was Bro, but i'm like the girl like it just it's weird cat i don't know i don't get the casting there. It's not a you don't see that little girl and go like okay
1: that's buffy see i see this is where i was confused i didn't know if it was a flashback mm-hmm. because they were talking about her cousin i was like this could be buffy yeah i didn't know if buffy like traveled through time and was inhabiting the body of someone else want <laughs> that edit when she gets out
0: of bed after being hallucinating in bed it seems yeah yeah they do kind of weird editing tricks sometimes on the show where it I think it's more jarring than it's meant to be. Um, yeah. The one thing I was thinking about knowing how this episode ends now, when that kid's walking down the, the hallway, right? Mm-hmm. And that monster guy's chasing him. That's really happening. Yes. Yeah. That kid seems real casual about walking yeah. down a hallway with a giant monster behind him.
1: Yeah, that he can see. (laughs)
0: Yeah, like, in the dream, you're like, okay, that's creepy. This one is like, no. No,
1: I think that this has to be a dream because then she... It's not a dream because at the end. Well, then, the, the only evidence that I'm pointing at that it is a dream... Which part of it are you saying is a dream? Everything until Buffy actually wakes up and leaves her room because... The reason why I th- say it's a dream is because as she's dreaming, you look at the clock and it's going from 226 to 227 or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then when she actually wakes up, it's going from 226 to 227 again. I definitely looked away when the clock ticked and I was wondering. I was like, I know I'm, the
0: clock timing means something, but that kid dies later. The monster is exactly what she saw. Mm-hmm. So she wasn't dreaming that part.
1: Yeah, I mean, I have no... The part
0: part that's her walking down the hallway is like this weird flashback, mm -hmm. walking through her own flashback kind of situation, which is what I thought they were going to do more of. I thought it was going to be more of like her in the hallways and... and
1: I get where you're coming from, and I do agree it is pretty confusing. Um, I mean,
0: I didn't see the clock thing, so the clock thing validates your thing.
1: The clock thing is the only piece of evidence that I'm like, this is a dream,
0: but... Everything i are saying matter, also so. makes sense. Yeah, and it doesn't really matter. I prefer to think of it as a dream because it would explain why that guy, why that kid is just like casually walking down the hospital hallway by himself.
1: Yeah. Um, but then, so eventually Buffy does actually wake up. She leaves her room in the same way that she left to like go follow that kid. And she's walking down the hall and... She's looking into rooms and there's a bunch of old people that are like on the edge of their beds and they look all disheveled and sick. And then she goes past this one room that's like glowing green. She looks into it and then just keeps walking and then a creepy security guard pops out and he's like staring at Buffy like, oh, I got to keep an eye on this lady. You know what I mean? What a misdirect this guy is, too. Absolutely. This guy does nothing. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So she keeps going and then she goes to the children's ward. She overhears some doctors arguing about like medicine and like what treatments need to be administered. And uh, that creepy kid from her dream that's actually real. His name is Ryan. uh, He explains to Buffy that death is coming for them and he can see death or something like that. Yeah. And there's a,
0: one of the like worst little lines of exposition when she gets to that room where the two orderlies are wheeling out a, a kid in a body bag and they're like, ugh, oh, hate it when they die young or something yeah, like that. Yeah. And I'm like, You work at this hospital. This is your job. You two would not talk like this at all.
1: <laughs>
0: and how many kids are I feel like kids are dying every night at this place?
1: Yeah, they have to be because of what's happening. <laughs> Uh, later a doctor dies.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, eh. That's fine. That's, we don't we don't care. It's dude. Yeah. <laughs> who, who are these kids? Like, what does this kid wore? Are they all like a like uh orphans? Like there's no parents? No. I thought they well, have- it's
1: also it's two in the morning. Yeah, but I mean like they have the flu. That's true. <laughs> it's a bad flu. It's they a bad do flu. say that they do say that the fever gets up to a hundred and seven, which is that's crazy. Yeah. That's not, it's, it's
0: bad i feel like we can maintain we can maintain flus that it, it, it could be bad but it seems like they have all these kids in like the worst situation yeah <laughs> these kids seem like they were all
1: orphaned and just dropped off here to <laughs> die yeah like kid hospice Kaiba. yeah <laughs> Um. So then we go outside to the waiting room And Angel shows up And Xander's there waiting for him And I have loved this scene Angel just strolls into a hospital carrying flowers And I was like, this is wild, man yes. This is wild <laughs> So he shows up Xander gets up in his face And then Angel's threatening Xander And he's like, I'm here to see Buffy And Xander's like, I'm here to stop you And Angel says something like do you really think that you can stop me? There's nothing that you can do to stop me from, I could just mow through you, dude. And Xander's like, yeah, maybe you can get through me, but look over there, there's security and there's cops and there's orderlies. You think you can get through all of them without making a scene? And Angel's like, okay, all right. And then he says something like, ooh, you're Buffy's white knight, huh? You really uh, are still in love with her, aren't you? And then he leans in close to Xander's ear and he goes, It must eat you up that I got to her first. And then Xander, you know, he has a moment of like, Man, that really stung. Mm-hmm. And then he pauses and he looks up at Angel and he goes, You're going to die and I'm going to be there. <laughs> And I was like, "Damn, that was such a good like back and forth." Xander does not back down, and
0: that is—it's—it's it's pretty impressive. Like, I gotta say, it has to be military guy leftovers yeah. or something because he does not back down from it. They should be terrified of Angel. They should never—if a guy like Angel was roaming around, you just clam up. You don't go yeah. anywhere. You don't go to a bronze. You don't go on dates. You don't hang out. Like. You gotta be terrified. You have a serial killer basically chasing after you.
1: Yeah. And he's like a mega serial killer too. Yeah. Like they've read about like how terrible of a person he is. Yeah. Um, but Xander's like, dude, you're gonna die and I'm gonna be there when it happens. And then uh Angel like punches the flowers into Xander's chest and he goes, Tell Buffy I was here for her. and then he leaves. And I was like, that was such a
0: great scene. <laughs> right at this point in this show it's hard to have a scene with angel that's bad and i know yeah. we ripped apart the opening scene yeah the opening was pretty bad. rough but he's not bad in it yeah the you decisions know? of everyone <laughs> around yeah. the, the the plot armor is what was bad like mm-hmm. cause they can't kill him but
1: like him showing up at the hospital it was like oh my god this is crazy yeah yeah um, so then we have another flashback of Buffy with her cousin, and then we see Buffy watching her cousin die. And then we, see, then Buffy's doing better the next day, and the gang shows up, and everybody brought gifts. Uh, Xander brought a balloons, and Willow did all of her homework. And then Cordelia's like, "Was I supposed to bring something? I didn't know that everybody was going to get her gifts." And then Giles says. You know, it's just common tradition amongst people. <laughs> He's like, uh, it's uh, traditional among people. And like, he just delivers it in such a cutting British way. <laughs> it was so funny. But then what happened next was even funnier to me. Because what Giles brought to Buffy was a brown paper bag of grapes, <laughs> He just picks it up and he goes, grapes. <laughs> it's like, what? They're they're not real people. <laughs> grapes are favorite. Yeah. I guess. But then Buffy tells everybody about the kids that are seeing death. And then uh, Cordelia is like, <laughs> like, maybe the only reason you're seeing all this stuff is because you're making it up in your head because you you hate hospitals because you saw your cousin die. Your mom told us that you watched your cousin die at a hospital. and That's why you're probably making all this up. And Giles <laughs> was like, uh, have you ever heard of tact? And she's like, I don't like tact.
0: That's just not telling the truth. And I'm yeah. like, I'm like, all right, we need someone like Cordelia here. Yeah. And this is at this point they have taken a walk because the nurse had come in or something mm-hmm. and they put Buffy... In the wheelchair with the blanket all the way up to her yeah. neck. She's got the FDR blanket. Yeah, she's got she's in spike mode. Yeah. I, I wish Spike was rolling down the street and just way better
1: <laughs> or something. It just like SAR, like <laughs> they do that Spider-Man point.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> real recognize real. Uh, wheel recognize wheel. Oh, oh man. <laughs> and that's the end of the podcast, everyone. <laughs> it was a good run. Yeah. Um, so yeah, then. Buffy's like, no, for real, though, like these kids, there's something fishy going on here. Uh, the doctors, I saw the doctors arguing and the kids are talking about death. And I saw death and in, in a weird dream. And then so everybody kind of like rolls their eyes and they're like, all right, we'll look into it.
0: Oh, I I should I, we should like pause at the moment of uh, what, what Cordelia was saying about like, are you sure what you saw was real? You know, mm-hmm. and you're like, OK, this is this is interesting. They they set this up, because I know the show, of course this monster's real, right? Yeah. But I'm like, okay, they want to play with that idea, right? Is, is Buffy just manifesting this in her own head? And then they don't, really. Yeah, no. There was ways to, like, play with it and be like, is she seeing something? Is this or not? And,
1: Yeah. I mean, they do mention it a couple more times, but then it, it, as soon as they mention it, it's immediately undercut with, yeah. like, oh, no, no, it's, it's
0: real. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, they keep saying stuff to, like, throw you off the course, but what you're seeing doesn't do it. It's like the yeah. visuals aren't matching the dialogue
1: for some reason. I mean, honestly, in actual, like, horror movies... One of the tropes that I absolutely hate and I'm sick of at this point is like the the wife being like, I saw a ghost. And the husband like, you're just dreaming. You're yeah. just get some sleep, drink some more water, yeah. do some yoga. Like you'll be fine. And like nobody believes them. Mm-hmm. So I always enjoy when a horror movie flips that script and everybody believes them. And then the, the horror still keeps going. Yeah. Like I love when that shit happens. But then it's like
0: if everyone believes you, then – there's nothing, it, it's fine. Everyone believes you, right? But then they mm. keep trying to make it so that people don't. This episode keeps trying yeah. to make it don't. That's the problem. They keep trying to go back to it. And it's like, no, you've already passed that moment. They yeah. keep like trying to throw the trope in, you know?
1: So, part of how they are going to investigate this thing is Xander and Cordelia are going into private records offices. This hospital has less security than the military base. Yeah. Uh, so they're just like walking around looking and Xander's like, you go that way. I'll go this way. And then out of nowhere, Cordelia is like looking for some kind of files and the security guard from earlier from the green, the glowing green room shows up and she's like, what are you doing here? And then we cut to Giles and Willow at the library and they're doing their own research and they have their doubts about what Buffy is seeing. This was when Giles is like, I don't know, maybe Buffy is manifesting
0: us. And then Willow's like, I don't know. It could be a monster. We are in a hell mouth. And he's like, oh, yeah, you're right. I'm That's like, good point. <laughs>
1: I'm like, yeah,
0: like, stop doubting monsters when Buffy says
1: there's a monster. Yeah. So then we cut back to what's going on with Xander and Cordelia. And Cordelia has swept this security guard off his feet. <laughs> he is wooed. And she's like flirting so hard with him, like legitimately. She's like tugging on his belt, like his pant belt at one point. Mm-hmm. And I was like, God damn, dude, like this is it. And he's talking about like, you know, uh, a lot of people think that security guards are just cop dropouts. And Chloe's like, no way. Security guards are so much hotter. And he's like, well, I was going to be a fireman. She's like, security guards are so much higher than firemen. And she's like grabbing all up on him and like rubbing him. And Xander is... He's got the file. Yeah. He's got what's needed. And but now he's, he's like, just listening. He's just listening because he needs to find an escape route. But Cordelia is just like reveling and flirting with this guy. I think she's doing it for him. He just needs to run to the door. And he just, yeah. he just won't leave. So she's Well, he tries to leave or something. He bumps into something and yeah. makes noise. And then the security guard turns around and he's like, what was that? And Cordelia's like, it was nothing. Did I ever mention that you have a perfect nose? And then he turns back around and he's like, do I He's yeah. like, <laughs> of course there's no one here.
0: Just a hot girl in the records office.
1: Yeah. So then Cordelia brings up the little girl that died. And she's like, hey, dude, like, you know, it must suck that, like, all these little kids are dying here. And, like, I heard about this Dr. Becker guy and – and uh he must not be – he must be heartbroken about it. And then the security guard gets really weird, and he's like, Dr. Becker is a great man, and he is trying to protect those kids, and sometimes the kids just die. It's not his fault or something like that. He just says, "He he's a great man. He knows what others
0: don't. And she's like, what's that? He's like, kids die.
1: Yeah. And it's like He'll, real dark. <laughs> He like turns Manchurian candidate yeah. in this. Like it's like something when somebody mentions Dr. Becker, he goes into this speech of like Dr. Becker is a great man because yeah. his his whole attitude completely shifts. Well, and before this, this is set up. We
0: missed we forgot to mention this with the Willow Giles thing. Giles like, I don't know how are we going to find this? Well, she said the kid saw it and he Giles like, well, you know, <laughs> which is not factual at all. Is that <laughs> kids can sometimes see the true forms of adults. You know, yeah. like, so they're trying to play the idea that like, oh, it's not a monster. It's an adult and the kid can see the evilness inside of it. And I'm like, yes, that's why kids get into ice cream vans with, with <laughs> pedophiles. Because they can see the monster and they're like, I still want the ice cream. Like, they just, they just throw out this statement just for, like, no reason. Like, you know, kids yeah. can see the monsters inside of adults. It's like, what?
1: Yeah. Well, I think that it's also, we forgot to mention that the demon is only v- being seen by the children. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but get Giles with his scientific yeah. thought. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so then Xander eventually escapes. He's got the file on the girl, and then Cordelia leaves. And then uh, Xander is giving her the file, and he's like, here, take this to Giles. I'll stay here and protect Buffy. Mm-hmm. And then Cordelia's like, why are you always trying to protect Buffy, dude? Like, it's sickening to me. Like, you are always trying to protect Buffy. Like, get over it. And then Xander's like, why are you jealous? Yeah. And, then she, and then he's also like, you, you laid it on really thick with that security guard. And she's like, why are you jealous? And then he says something like, well, I got to watch Buffy's back. And then Cordelia goes, I bet you want to watch Buffy's back. I've been seeing you watch Buffy's back all the time. And then Xander's like, "What do you was that supposed to mean?" She's like, "It's supposed to mean you look at her butt." <laughs> and we get reminded that Xander might be the dumbest person. tale. Yeah. just when I'm like, "Xander's great," then we have scene like this where he's like, "What are you talking about?" When she has to say it, and then he goes, "Oh, oh!" I'm like, "Yeah, you didn't get that." <laughs> And then uh, she's like, Well, you're going to have to watch my back right now. And then she walks away. And then he's looking at her butt. And he's like, Ooh. Yeah, he does a full head turn. I was like, mm-hmm. I'm like,
0: Xander, you got, you're winning both ways. You got the high yeah. mean girl. And mm-hmm. you still got like your wishful, wish fulfillment in uh, Buffy. And you got uh, her ex boyfriend, vampire guy, trying to kill you. Everything's yeah. working out great.
1: Yeah, he's he's doing great.
0: Wait, did we miss the scene about playing doctor or is that
1: later? That's later. Okay. <laughs> I was just, I, he's got he's got girls oh, throwing themselves all over him. Oh, that's later. <laughs> um, so then Buffy is wandering the hall during the daytime now. And then she goes to the Ryan's room and she's like, hey, buddy, how's it going? And he's drawing at this Crayola PlayStation. And it's like the typical horror trope of yeah. he's drawing the demon. And she's like. He's like, uh, I don't know how you're going to protect me because only kids can see it. And she's like, well, I saw it in my dream and I don't care. Like everybody always thinks that adults don't understand and they can't see these things. Well, I saw it and I'm going to protect you. I'm going to kick this demon's ass. And the kid's like, you can't kick death's ass, dude. <laughs> and I was like, good, good point. Good uh, point.
0: Yeah, this kid making a point. It's really interesting that in movies, kids draw the thing that's scaring them the most. Because mm-hmm. uh, I wouldn't want a picture of the thing. No, I wouldn't want a picture like, monster.
1: It's like they, not only do they draw that all the time, like they draw it and they like like hanging up all over the room. They have like 75 drawings of it. <laughs> yeah. It's like, why are you doing no. this, dude? So we go back to Willow and Giles and they find out that this Dr. Backer, uh, he has a rap sheet. He has a lot of like uh, medical malpractice stuff going against him and they're like, oh, maybe this guy is pretty evil. Maybe he is doing all this kind of crazy experimentation on the kids. So we should definitely check him out.
0: At this point, you we we, were watching it. Did, did you think it was him or the security guard or an actual monster? What did you
1: think? At this point? Well, the next scene where they just have Dr. Backer going into her fridge and looking at vials. <laughs> I was like, this guy, this is not it. <laughs> well, he's like, like the next
0: scenes are like willow and giles the doctor just doing research and being like oh yeah okay oh yeah and then yeah uh cordelia being pretty amazing comes back with Krispy cream donuts
1: right she xander. comes back to keep xander company Ooh, i mean this this episode's
0: got some product placement in it too so
1: yeah yeah well i was so i thought especially with the hint with giles about like how kids can see the true nature of adults or whatever mm-hmm. I thought there was a possibility that Dr. Backer could have like the kids may have built this persona for him that he's this demon guy and he's not a friendly doctor and he's trying to kill him. I thought that that could be a possibility. I was wondering if I was thinking
0: if it's him, he has to be working with the security guard somehow. And it Mm. has to be some extra twist there. Yeah. Like they're trying to find a killing kids to find a cure for something. I was like, if there's not a real monster then it has to be like some other thing. Um, yeah. And I, I want to say that Dr. Backer is played by the guy that does Wilhelm, that plays Wilhelm uh, in Seinfeld. He's George's boss when he's working mm. for the Yankees. Mm. That's where I recognize that guy from.
1: Yeah. Well, I didn't recognize him at all, but. Oh, yeah. So then we, after Cordelia comes and keeps the company, we go back to Dr. Backer and he's walking all creepily and sneakily into the children's ward. And he's got a, syringe and he does the which I've never seen ever in my entire life in an actual medical way does the the two flicks on the syringe and then the preemptive shoot out some of whatever he's injecting
0: yeah they don't I know they I know the flick is I think they do the flick because you got to get the I've, air bubble out. I don't know but I don't think the, I think the things don't are set up differently now where you don't have to do that
1: Maybe, but I I understand. Just, maybe I haven't paid attention when yeah. I at the doctors, but I've never seen the flick.
0: Well, the, uh, Flicking it and pushing a little out actually makes sense, but they, it's not like when you get the COVID vaccine or anything, they don't have yeah. to do that. I think those things are a pre-set up for that. But I think that was a real thing.
1: Okay. Yeah. Well, I'll take where for so many... uh, all
0: the medical professionals uh let us know. Hit us yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, let
1: us know. This is the dumbest.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Hey, will you let us know if the flick in the shootout? This I'll get little... all
0: my information just asking questions
1: <laughs> yeah. to our yeah. listeners. Hey listeners, um what should I invest in for my retirement fund? Is it a Roth IRA or traditional? <laughs> Why exactly is the sky blue? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but long story short, Dr. Backer injects the kid with the needle. Um, and then Wait, death. can I just say Buffy's behind Buffy watches him walk into the room
0: and yes. she like turns around the corner and she looks at him like like leers at him like, oh, I'm going to beat
1: the shit out of you, guy. Yeah, and I know she, you're up to no good.
0: And then she just lets him do what he's doing.
1: Yeah, she lets him inject the kid. <laughs> yeah, This this doctor that she thinks is nefarious and she's got suspicions of she watches him inject the kid with some kind of foreign syringe that she doesn't know in the middle of the night yeah yeah but luckily buffley doesn't have to interject because death does um <laughs> uh, <laughs> so this demon starts just whipping this guy's ass dr backer and it's so funny because he's doing like cross-eyed like oh <laughs> and he's getting slashed up and getting thrown around the room and you know like He's He can only do so much because he's an old guy, and like we're actually seeing his face getting tumbled around. Yeah, because this uh, monster's invisible, so you just see him fighting against yeah, nothing. Yeah. Oh. Well, he's invisible, but then there's a shadow of it on the wall. <laughs> and the kid I, and the, is, is the kid screaming when this is happening? The kid's screaming when this is happening. Okay. And then eventually... Aren't there
0: other kids in that room?
1: Yeah, but they don't wake up. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Ryan's the only one that wakes up. Okay, got it. So eventually the demon chucks Dr. Backer out of the room and he's like writhing on the ground and Buffy's watching it happen. And then the demon comes out and they knocks out Buffy somehow. This was my moment, like how your moment from the beginning scene, Buffy gets Mm -hmm. like
0: hit. Um, Mm -hmm. So apparently this creature is invisible, but can't like walk through walls. It's not a ghost. It has to turn door knobs. It has to open things. It has to, like, grab and drag you. So yeah. it takes Dr. Becker out in the hallway. He's all slashed up from the long claw hands. Yeah. Uh, Buffy tries to, like, go on top of him or do something. Gets pushed against the wall. Not hard enough to get knocked out. Just like, ah, you're annoying. Get out of here. Yeah. Drags, grabs the two arms of the doctor, put them together, and he's slowly dragging him away down the hallway. Like Yeah. It is just a guy being dragged at a slow pace. Yes. And we see Buffy just like sitting up watching this happen.
1: Yeah. Like even if he is invisible, you know where he is. You know he's holding the hands. Jump kicking. Yeah. you fought an invisible girl before. Yeah. Spray uh spray some uh what do you call it? Uh fire extinguisher. Well, I don't on think him. he's a ghost, so I don't know if that works.
0: And I was wondering if they were gonna do that later, but they don't really. I, but yeah, like what? she doesn't
1: do anything. She just. Yeah, she just sits there and watches it. Yeah. So then the next day, the gang shows up and then Buffy explains all about what she saw. And you know that I was confused. I'm, I'm going to harp on this a little bit. <laughs> this whole episode is us just harping on things. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is the whole podcast. This, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, I was very confused when Giles brought grapes, and I thought that I misheard him. Did he really but, bring grapes? Because I definitely was writing down the joke of uh, him, him like, he shitting. Says, like, dealing, he Cordelia. Yeah. he holds up the bag and goes, grapes? And I was like, that can't be what he brought. But in this scene, there's a plate of grapes next to Buffy's. <laughs> <laughs> next to Buffy's. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, well, that's just weird now. I'm like, s-
0: I'm sorry if I'm Joyce <laughs> if I'm Buffy's mom I'm like yeah why are you bringing my
1: daughter grapes like what's yeah. going on and they're not they're like loose grapes <laughs> like they're not like in a bag that you get at a grocery store like they're in a ratty brown paper bag
0: <laughs> oh my god she mentioned oh.
1: chocolate earlier too yeah so anyway um, Buffy has the boys drawing too and she's like this is what the demon looks like all right And we all need to go out and find out what's the deal with this demon. And then at this moment, this is when Buffy's mom shows up. She's like, ooh, I feel like I'm interrupting a secret kill a vampire, kill a demon meeting. (laughs) Cordelia's really weird about it. Yeah, and Cordelia's like, no, absolutely not. There's no secret meeting going on here at all. Don't worry about it. Anyway, um, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) My favorite part of the scene is... Buffy,
0: well, Buffy casually goes, like, uh, does she? She shows, she shows Giles the, the drawing that the kid made, and he looks yeah. at it and he goes, Did you do this? And she's like, <laughs> No, the yeah. kid drew it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, he thinks really low. I forgot low. about that he part. He thinks really low of her, like, her <laughs>
1: <For> artistic abilities, <laughs> her schooling and her artistic. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking yeah, hilarious i completely forgot about that but you're so right he did do that
0: <laughs> she's like no dude
1: <laughs> but uh anyway so buffy's mom shows up and she's like, uh, and the mom is like well i talked to the doctors and you can go home now you're all clear to go so let's get out of here and then buffy's like actually i want to stay i'm feeling feeling real bad now I-, I feel worse feel much worse and the mom's like all right well i'll go talk to the doctors Like, <laughs> <laughs> does that does that how is that how that works
0: <laughs> like they're like oh no it's it's flu season we we don't need we could just have you stay in the room forever because yeah, right? you're fine you're fine yeah. now
1: uh,
0: wait, and, <laughs> wait like how do they explain the doctor being dead to,
1: <laughs> like like did they find a guy clawed up and well I think because it's not it's, it's not Buffy's doctor no, so but they like, wouldn't how, need to tell him no but like how does the hospital like Buffy knew she's like oh he's dead but like did the hospital, yeah. and the doctor who just worked with him is still mm-hmm. in the hospital. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she's, Buffy's doctor and Doctor Backer were like the ones that were arguing. Yeah, and she's not like she
0: has seems like she has no like. Hey, did someone just kill a doctor? Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, it's Sunnydale. They He's, just found a guy clawed to death. If they found
0: the body at all.
1: Yeah, he did have some slashes across <laughs> yeah. his midsection. That's at some, least that's a murder. It's, yeah, yeah. Um. But Buffy's mom leaves and then the gang is like, all right, we got to kill death. But this is like a Nicolas Cage movie at this point. (laughs) (laughs) And then there's the weird bit that uh, Vance brought up earlier about, uh, I forget who brings it up.
0: They they, they are all trying to split up because they were like, okay, we're all going to have to help you. Um, I need to look around the hospital. I don't know medical stuff because Buffy's like, I don't know medical stuff because I can barely, I draw at a fifth grade level. (laughs) <laughs> um. So, so Willow, I need you to stay. I need you yeah. to stay here. We, and she's like, "Oh no, I good. I played doctor with uh me and Xander played doctor all the time." And yeah. Cordelia's like, "What?" And Xander's yeah. like, "No, no, no. It's not like that. It yeah, was it's, real.
1: It was like she actually cared It was like had medical equipment, and it's she didn't realize how to actually play doctor. <laughs> she's
0: still clueless. She's like, wait." How do you play doctor? And Buffy's like, I've never played doctor. And Cordelia's like, I've played too many games.
1: Well, I I think that as soon as Buffy says I never played it and then Cordelia looks at her and she's like, "Really?" And I was like, "What where are you getting that from?" Cordelia's like, "Hey, I I had it. that's how you she's like, "That was all of my middle school." Yeah. So then we have a scene and I love this scene. Uh where Xander, Giles, and Cordelia are walking in the hall and they're talking about how they split up. Mm-hmm. And Xander's like, well, I'll stay here and guard Buffy because Angel has come to her come to the hospital before, and she needs somebody to like at least try to protect her. Yeah. So Giles, you can have Cordelia research with you. And then Giles goes, Why do I need to hang out with Cordelia? <laughs> <laughs> and then he, before he gets to, he's like, Why do I have to hang out with. And then he looks over at her, and then she's like, "Come on, Mister Tact." Yeah. <laughs> that was that was great. I do love Jow's getting
0: really like, like just being pissed off and like dropping character and all pretense right there. Like, please yeah. no. Yeah. He's why do I so get the pissed. bad? Like, why do I get the bad one?
1: And, he, and he's like, "Oh, you're right. It'll be nice to have uh, somebody help me with my research. I guess. All right, let's go." Yeah. <laughs> Um, so Buffy then sneaks into Dr. Backer's office with, uh, Willow and Willow is looking at all the files and stuff that he has laid out on his desk. And she's like, actually, this guy wasn't a bad guy. He was trying to do an experimental thing that will actually help the kids by giving them more of a fever to burn out the fever. Something like that.
0: No, that's what they said. Okay. That sounded insane to me, but. Once the medical professionals write in, we'll find out more information. Yes. <laughs> Can you burn out the
1: fever with more of a fever? <laughs> what is it? Feed a cold, starve a fever or something? Uh, starve uh, a fever, feed a cold. Uh, I don't li- know listeners, listeners, <laughs> listeners, we need your help.
0: <laughs>
1: Do you not listeners. take medical advice
0: from uh, this, this podcast?
1: Yeah. From us? Dro- drop it in our Discord. <laughs> we got a Discord now, by the yeah. way. <laughs> DM us,
0: Discord us, email us, yeah. something. So we we, we need, help. need help before we pass on
1: bad info. Everyone listening, we are in our 30s. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, so yeah, they find out Dr. Backer is actually not a bad guy. He just wanted to do some experimental medicine stuff. Um, on, kids. That, on kids. On that, kids. That, uh, on kids. That That their parents, I guess, didn't sign off on. Sure. You know, why yeah, not? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. He's just a good guy. So then we go to the library where Giles and Cordelia are researching demons. And then Cordelia, Giles has this big open book full of demons. And she's like, oh, what does that one do? And Giles is like, that one unhinges his jaws and eats humans whole. And she's like, oh, gross. Well, what does that one do? He's like, that one uses laser eyes and it zaps you into another dimension. She's like, oh, my God, that's disgusting. What does this one do? And then Giles, all pissed off. Looks at her with the meanest face, and he's like, "This one consistently asks questions instead of helping me do research." <laughs> and without missing a
0: beat, she goes, "Wow, there's a demon for everything." <laughs> <laughs> that yeah.
1: that's what made it. <laughs> yeah, like I loved how pissed because Jowls is normally a stuttery mess, but when yeah. he gets angry, he just he just zings people. Dude, when that Ripper comes out of him, gotta oh, watch yeah. out. So they're like, well, I can't find anything on this guy. And this is just a children's drawing. So like, I don't even know if any of these demons would match what he looks like. Like, this isn't an accurate representation. And then Kotoriel is like, yeah, you know what? You're right. And then they close the book. And then the demon is on the cover of the book. And then they look at it and they're like, that's it. But that demon on the cover of the book looks nothing like what the kid drew.
0: Nothing like what the kid drew, but more like what we've seen. Yes. And then also, if he's on the cover of the book, is that book about him? Yeah. Is the book about <laughs> all? Is it completely about him? Whatever. Like, I love the ways they figure out how to like just quickly find the answers. Because normally, yeah. I can't even believe they were frustrated. Because normally they're like, all right, we got to figure out how to reverse this curse thing. He's like, all right, let's just look through all the books that are in yeah. that- no order. And, just, <laughs> and written in an ancient text and, we'll, and they're like oh I think I found something yeah <laughs> can't can't study anything can't get more than a D
1: but they can read ancient text <laughs> <laughs> um, so then they call Buffy and Cordelia is on the phone and she's like Buffy you won't believe it I found the demon and he his name is Oh, I wrote it down. Darkindestad. And Cordelia's like, this is what the demon does. He kills kids. He sits on them. And he sucks the life out of them through. And it's in this, like, really gross way. And, like, it's so disgusting. And then Buffy's starts to have, like, a flashback of, like, oh, shit. This is exactly what happened to my cousin when my cousin died. Whoa. And... Yeah, um, this is the part that I was gonna bring up, and actually, it's like Giles explains it to her
0: what it does, and it, mm. when he's like, because she she's like ooh ooh, like Cordelia's like ooh ooh, that's what like because he puts the book down that shows like what it does, yeah, and yeah, yeah, she's you're freaked right. out by it. So and then they don't say they play that game where they don't say exactly what it does, and he's like, well, it sits on the kids and sucks the life out of them, and it must be awfully terrifying for the kids yeah and I was like that didn't re- that that didn't jive with what Cordelia was reacting to, which later we find out what she probably saw in the book, you know, um well, it also doesn't jive with what happened to dr backer that's that's what I was saying how doctor because they say this thing kills you, sucks your life out of you, and then it just looks like you died of the flu or some sickness, right mhm, so I was like, oh, okay, if he would have just like done that to dr Backer? you're like oh dr backer wasn't wearing a mask and he just caught the flu from all the kids he's been making out with you know yeah like <laughs> like, like i don't know like uh but then he's like slashed up and they're like oh i guess the wolf broke in through the window <laughs> we did have a guy in here uh <laughs> complaining about werewolves a <laughs> yeah. couple weeks ago which was also- the vampire thing I, I just wanted one like nurse to look up and be like i have
1: seen a lot of neck bites Right? Oh, well, okay. I also called into question this, too, because it's they made it seem like Dark Hindistat only kills kids. Yes, yeah, I thought he, he Dr. Only, Backer.
0: I thought he only killed kids that way. You're like, oh. I, you know what I mean? I feel like, oh, he, he killed the doctor because he's like, hey, he's helping these kids. Right? Okay. So I'm like, oh, he's just going to get the person helping him out of the way. Maybe that security guard is helping that guy somehow. Because they okay. kept setting up the security guard for some reason. As yeah, and I don't think that we
1: see the security guard again in this we, episode. We do see him do
0: later. Yeah, when Willow has her freak out. Oh, right, right, yeah. right, right. Um, right. But yeah, and that's like such a minor thing yeah. for him. So, um but also in this scene, she Okay, so this leads to the flashback that this this triggers the flashback because he's like, "Oh, they pin them down to the ground or mm-hmm. they pins them down and it and it must be very terrifying for the kids." And then we get this flashback of her in a fake hospital room <laughs> like it yeah. doesn't look like a hospital room at all and yeah. the kid is it honestly looks like a massage room <laughs> Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> um and like her i guess her cousin cecilia is in the on the bed and she just has her hands up and she's like ah screaming mm-hmm. loud and buffy's like i don't know i don't know how to help you i don't know how to help you um and i was like i get it but i don't think we need more um more reason for Buffy to want to stop something from killing kids. Yeah. (laughs) Like, And also, I thought she was, when when I heard that, I didn't think she was going to think about her cousin. I thought she was going to think about the opening of this episode when Angel had her pinned down.
1: Mm -hmm, Because mm -hmm.
0: when he had her pinned down, it was like this moment of like, yeah, you're helpless and you can't do anything. And I thought she was internalizing that and being like, those kids must feel as helpless as I felt when I was sick. And being pinned down by Angel. And I was like, yes, that's good. Not, oh, when I was eight, I saw something that was traumatizing. But I've seen 20 times more traumatizing stuff since.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And have had traumatizing things happen. To, like, she died. She was killed. She saved a kid
0: that had a coma that was in a hospital that was being tormented by a guy monster.
1: Oh, right. Yeah, the kid with the giant bees.
0: <laughs> yeah. The hornets and the, and the baseball molester dude so i'm like yeah we've had like she protected that kid she didn't have to have a flashback about her cousin um but yeah that i just felt like it would have been a nice tie-in if they tied it into that opening scene with her being pinned down by by
1: uh angel angel. yeah um yeah so i don't know how
0: it's all hindsight
1: yeah i don't know how they deduce this but buffy figures out that it's not that kids can see the demon it's that people with this fever can see the demon well buffy also goes like i don't know if i
0: saw it or not i was pretty doped up i'm like everyone's telling you this thing is real yeah and she's like convincing herself that it's not she's yeah. like i was doped up mate i don't know what i saw really i'm like what are you doing you saw a demon you, that's you, what you saw you saw in bit, the doctor's dead you saw him dragged out what? That's true. Like Dr. Stone dad. Yeah. Like, what are you? Why? Like, why are you still playing this game of like, is it real or not?
1: Yeah. So she goes to Dr. Backer's office with Willow in order to give herself the fever that he's been injecting with the kids with. And
0: uh, there's a scene earlier where the doctor comes in and, and it's like earlier when Buffy is with the kids. And mm-hmm. she's like the doctor. Comes, she's like, doctor. She's like, oh, your fever's kind of gone and your bruise is gone, and she's like, you're healing fast. And she's yeah. like, do I have the same sickness that these kids have? And she's about to say something when like the mom and
1: the yeah, kids in show up,
0: and I'm like, let the doctor say what's wrong with you. Yeah. Um, and I thought they were gonna like take Buffy's blood and help the kids. I thought that was gonna happen. I don't know. Yeah. She, she might have super blood. I don't know how slaves work.
1: Me neither. But it
0: appears to be working pretty well because she heals miraculously. Apparently we'll find out in season 5 where slayers come from. Oh. Okay. I think
1: spoiler alert. I mean very like, eventually we'll figure it out. Yeah, I mean I mean, I didn't know that that's what was going to happen. I mean, I figured we'd learn more about the lore. We'll learn more. Yeah. So Buffy's like, "All right, I'm going to take this uh I'm going to take this uh vial and just like chug it." And Willow's <laughs> like, "What are you doing? Can not just do that, dude?" That that'll kill you. And she's like, "Let me dilute it." And then she pours it in with some water. And then Buffy just takes it like a shot, like not like an injection shot, like a we're at senior frogs and I'm gonna ch- I'm taking it to the face. And
0: yeah, the medical professionals are gonna be really busy on this message that we're gonna get because I don't yeah. think this is how this works at all. No, because <laughs> she immediately gets sick too. And you can't just like open it up and just like slosh it around (laughs) like it just it just is a lot of things but it's fine it's a tv show but it's so wacky
1: yeah um so then they she and willow go to the children's ward and they're all gone um and then we see that they're making an escape through an underground tunnel um (laughs) where's this hospital (laughs) no clue um and buffy as she's getting sicker she can see death now she can see dark uh, and he sees her looking at him and he like gives her a, a tip of the cap. And then he just goes to a, a door that says basement access. It's like right next. It's in the room that the kids are in. Yeah. Why? Yeah. <laughs> it's
0: like, wild, dude. It's That, <laughs> it's, that was <laughs> the most insane thing that I saw in this episode.
1: <laughs> yeah. And then Buffy's like, I can see him now. I I need to go uh to the basement. Can she not but, open that door? Yeah, I was gonna say I think the door is locked. Did Dar- can this dad lock the door? <laughs> like uh, just go in the room and follow him to the basement. That's what I thought she was gonna do, but they can't open the door, I think. I don't even know if they tried. <sighs> well yeah. Buffy's like, we gotta find another way, even though I just saw a way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so start- Buffy. Oh, she's too weak to kick down a door, maybe. Yeah. But then this is when the, secure, the nurse shows up and she's like, Buffy, what are you doing? You got to go back to bed. Uh, and Buffy's like, no, 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 no. I, I need to go to the basement. And then the nurse is like, well, we no, you need to go back. And she starts dragging Buffy and then Buffy like shoves her off of her and her and Willow start running. Then the nurse goes to a phone. And she's like, security, we've got to we got to runner. <laughs> <laughs> we got a sick flu
0: like like. And a visitor but after hours.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, she's going crazy. So Buffy and Willow are running and then they run into the security and Willow's like, oh, my God, there's frogs all over me. There's all kinds of frogs. There's frogs. And then both the security guards start paying attention to her. Buffy sneaks away. And then the nurse shows up. I think she's a doctor.
0: A doctor, whatever. (laughs) Don't belittle her profession. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't she know had the she white is. coat on. She had the white coat.
1: That's true. The reason why I keep saying nurse is because she never gave any kind of information medically. Well, in she had it, episode. but no one let her talk. Exactly. That's why I, <laughs> I was like. Her. like. She was like a nobody. Like, just <laughs> just get out of here. We got it. We got the grapes. See? She's got a grape. She'll be fine. <laughs> See, I'm treating her like the rest of the show treated her. <laughs> yeah, just, just like, <laughs> Yeah, whatever. She is not a doctor. Yeah. She's a, she's a cosplayer. Doctor,
0: you can't inject these people with more fever late at night. Shut up, <laughs> I know what I'm doing.
1: <laughs> um so Buffy sneaks away and and then the doctor, she shows up and she's like, not this one, you idiots, the other one. The one that you just like get away, and then so Willow's like, "Oops,
0: a Daisy." We get two things with this. One, it's been referenced that uh, she doesn't like frogs because she had a tadpole mm-hmm. thing before. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a really smart play by Willow to do that right mm-hmm. there. And this is a uh, episode wrap on the security guard. Yep, that was talking the about security kids guard
1: dying. Yeah, that came from a glowing green room. That Manchurian-candidated Dr. Backer is a great man, and he knows that kids die. Who watched Buffy walk down the hallway earlier, so he
0: mm-hmm. knows which one is the patient. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. The security guard thing made absolutely no sense. Yeah, it's it's like not even a good enough mislead because it doesn't end up anywhere.
1: Yeah. Um, So as Buffy escapes, she runs into Xander and there she's like, all right, we got to get to the basement because that's where the demon and all the kids are. And he's like, all right, let's go. So now we go to the kids and they're hiding in the basement and they've they found a dark corner and they're like, we're safe now. (laughs) (laughs) He'll never come down here. He'll never come down where it's creepiest. (laughs) This invisible demon and that Zander, no one can see.
0: And Xander is just sitting on that bench. He is—he has no idea where Buffy is. If he's no. supposed to be protecting her, he has no clue what's going on. Yeah, I guess he's just at the
1: entrance. But like, Angel could bust through the window at any time. It's a hospital. Hospital has multiple entrances. Yeah. Maybe yeah. not in that one, Starbucks, Sunnydale Hospital. Well, they have that back entrance that they do the vampire blood drug dealer things. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Um, so they go into the basement. Uh, the demon catches up with the, that little kid really quick. <laughs> <laughs> Grabs him, picks him up over his head, and you start shaking him like he's Simba. Th- throws <laughs> him across the room. <laughs> uh, and then Buffy and Xander... Get to the demon just as the demon's about to do his sick demon stuff, where he's sitting on top of the kid, and then his eyes become little snake succubus things, like sucking tentacle
0: things. Yeah, and they go on your forehead, and it's I think- it's a pretty good, uh, like CGI slash uh real effect that they did, yeah. like a practical effect. Yeah, It was cool. I get it. It was weird looking.
1: I'll say this. It's cool the first time. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) It's cool the first time when you see it Mm -hmm. uh, from the kid's point of view and you're looking up at the demon and his eyes turn into those little tendrils, tentacle things and they start coming out. And then, so yeah, he's about to suck the life out of the boy and Buffy hits him with a pipe from behind. And she goes, "You make me sick." <laughs> yeah, she gets <laughs> all the action one-liners in this scene, in this like little end scene here. Yeah, um, and she just, you know, it's it's just so weird to me that this invisible demon is thwarted by hitting him with a pipe like that. It's just like it's so not mystical or magical, like.
0: You could accidentally bump into him in a hallway. Like he has no like he has a physical form. That's the thing that was really interesting. He's invisible, but he's literally there. Yeah. And he's big too. He's got (laughs)
1: long arms and huge
0: hands. And he can't like he can't like sneak around. Yeah. Like a busy hospital, he's like, oh crap. They're pushing people down a hallway. Like he's like just
1: flat against the wall or something. Yeah. Um, so then Buffy is Wailing on this invisible thing, and they they cut between like showing her beating him up and then showing her just like kicking the air and stuff. And I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, it's always good. good. But while Buffy's doing that, Xander is like saving all the kids. He's like, Come on, everybody, come with me. Yeah. Um <laughs> And then Buffy gets thrown up against the pipe and she's on her back, and then the demon sits on her, and then we have <laughs> The exact same CGI graphic with the eyes turning into the tentacles um, happened with Buffy, and instead of this is, (laughs) it's dumb, unbelievable. It's dumb. dumb. (laughs) She grabs the demon by the chin and just snaps its neck, (laughs) and then he just is dead. (laughs) <laughs> they might as well just that episode over. Like, yeah,
0: like like it was the most anticlimactic ending.
1: It, I didn't know you could kill demons. Like I think of demons as like these immortal. Like you really need to get like a anti magic. Remember like, you had to stab the one. Stuff. You had to
0: stab the one in the heart. Um, well, just like vampires, you need to stab in the heart. Like well, you had to cut out the heart of that demon from that ventriloquist one. Yeah, like there was some. This one was weird because we just saw him kill a grown man, right? He slashed at it and then dragged him away. Mm -hmm. He didn't just, like, get on top of him and do whatever he had to do, right? Well, this also dispels your theory of that's how he kills kids. Exactly. I thought, oh, he's just going to suck life out of kids. Adults, he's just going to, like... I was like, when he was about to do that to Buffy, I'm like, why? I thought you liked kids. Like, you can eat adults, too? Maybe he feeds on the fever, no, he gives them the fever. So they, so they, like, no, like he, it's like people die and they, they it's because of the fever that he gets. I gives thought them.
1: that it's like they get a fever and then he sucks the life out of people that have the fever. But he only kills kids because adults can get the
0: flip. Yeah, that's what. So, like, it doesn't, that doesn't I, track. And I don't understand why he's not holding her arms down. Yeah, and I also don't get why he just kept winking at her the whole time. You yeah. saw her stalking you. This you saw her stalking you for days in the hospital, and you were like, "Oh, I'll kill the doctor who's testing out a random theory, but uh, I'm not gonna kill this girl who seems to be able to see me."
1: Yeah, but he should. I he mean, sh- he didn't realize that she was the Slayer, though. Oh, he just thought it was some random person that could see him. Yeah, because like ultimately, a regular teen. Yeah, wouldn't hold a, a have a chance against the yeah, demon. Yeah. yeah, I guess. I, yeah, I guess he's having more fun with her. Like, yeah,
0: you can't stop me. So, whatever. Yeah,
1: I don't know, man. But that was... next snap, I was like, wait, that's it. Yeah, that's what I was like, dude. This is so lame. Like, you just killed a demon the way that you would kill a, a regular person. Even the the uh, praying
0: mantis person, they had to like behead and de-limb. Yeah, <laughs> like it
1: just has a neck that can be snapped. Yeah, <laughs> like like, there's nothing that separates this invisible guy from a regular creep person. So if you went to a hospital, a kid started screaming
0: because it was on top of him and you went over to be like, hey, what's wrong with you? You would bump into him. Exactly. <laughs> exactly.
1: Like, that's what I was saying. About, the first thing like you when- do
0: when someone has a fever and you go to check them, you touch their forehead, right? Yeah, so so you could go to touch the forehead, and those like weird tentacles would be on it,
1: and you'd be like, "What is happening?" <laughs> well, that's what I was saying about like when when it was dragging Doctor Backer, like she could just go and kick it, yeah. like even if she can't see it exactly. And that's why I'm saying we could have done the whole fire extinguisher smoke
0: thing again. But I don't know if the fire extinguisher would let you still see it because I it seems like it's a
1: physical mass, but I don't know if the fire. I don't know. I don't know. All I'm saying is. The way that this demon gets its comeuppance is mad lame. Yeah, Uh, the the eyes thing was cool at first, and then they replayed the exact same thing. I was like, "Wow, yeah, you couldn't get a different angle or anything." You got that effect. You're gonna use it again. I guess so. (laughs) Um, And then she just
0: Xander comes over, and he's like, "Is it dead?" I mean, I heard a snap, and she's like, "Yeah, I'm starting to feel better." She, gets, boy, she, she, yeah. she goes,
1: that was, yeah, you heard a snap. That was its neck. <laughs> yes. I was like, oh, it has a neck. Cool. Right? Because as soon as she snapped the neck, I was like, that can't be it. And then she's like, I snapped its neck. I was like, I guess that's it. So do you guys just leave that
0: thing in the basement? Like, <laughs> 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 are people tripping
1: over that forever? I guess so. <laughs> Always confused about the invisible tripping spot of the basement. Yeah. But yeah, that's the end of Darkinda's dad. Um, So then Buffy's recovering at home with her mom and uh, Willow and Xander are also there. And they're being really uh, demanding of the mom, asking for all kinds of snacks. And the mom is just like, wow, you guys are real assholes. Well, uh, Buffy has a, a favorite drink. And if you got if the
0: listener wants to try this, it's two parts orange juice, one part grapefruit juice. Have at it. But it's also just there because she's just being, bra- like being a sick kid and you got your parents waiting on you hand and foot and it's great.
1: Yeah. And um, then Xander and Willow are like <laughs> uh, piggybacking off yeah. of that. Uh, and Xander has like, you also ran out of cheesy curls. And the mom's like, oh, that was the last bag. He's like, no, it wasn't. I know that there's one behind there. Yeah. Behind the sodas. Can you bring that one up? And the mom's like, oh, okay. <laughs> And he's like, why is your mom trying to hide the cheesy curls, huh? <laughs> yeah, so, and he's drinking a
0: Surge, which I haven't seen in forever. Oh, yeah. Surge is back.
1: Is it? You're I the, think it you're is. You're the
0: soda soft drink expert. You're the, no, you're the Surge Baja is-
1: Blast. Oh, God, Vance. I just found out that there's a Mountain Dew energy drink now. Oh, God. <laughs> I I knew that there was one called Kickstart, but now they have one, a new one. With five different flavors. They also are coming out with a new flavor. Five about different neon colors. <laughs> specifically for Buffalo Wild Wings. It's like blackberry. Flavor. I'm so excited. I got to go to B-Dubs. Let's go to B-Dubs, Vance. Sure. Um, But yeah. <laughs> Just so then, for some soda. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, sure. So then Buffy's mom comes back. She's like, oh, Buffy, actually, you got a letter. And Buffy's like, oh, it's from Ryan, the kid from the hospital. She opens the letter and it's a drawing. It's all it is, is a drawing of Buffy standing above the demon who's bleeding from the neck. And the mom's like, "Ooh, that's nice. And that's the end of the episode. <laughs> so many things with that last part. And this
0: is <laughs> my, still minor nitpicks, but still I have a be. One, that kid was not there to see what happened. Till no, he demon. wasn't. So did Buffy tell that kid that while she was giving the address? To mail this letter? <laughs> right? She's like, hey, I killed the thing. I broke its neck. Uh, it's all messed up. And here's my here's my address so you can send me a letter. That's true. Because the hospital can't give the address away.
1: Yeah, that's... I just did HIPAA training for my new job <laughs> <Yeah>. today. <laughs> yeah, they can't you, do that. No. <laughs> wow. I didn't think about that. That's
0: so weird. And then the mom is just like, wait, when did you hang out with a little kid at the hospital? That's what yeah. I'd be thinking. The Dude, mo- the mom doesn't care. <laughs> the mom is such an oblivious kid. She has the thinkless role of just being like, you guys are up to something,
1: but I got to go to the gallery. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Well. Okay, can you get me some more cheese poofs? Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's it. That is a wrap for Killed by Death. Uh, you have anything else, Vance? What was the thing that you wanted to... what were some of the surprises? Well, I was gonna do I was segments. like I was
0: saying we could I was thinking we could do some likability rankings impromptu oh. or we could do casting what ifs. Oh,
1: casting what ifs. Do you yeah. have some information about casting I have casting some information. Absolutely. Let's do casting information. Let's All do right. some casting what ifs. Alright, if
0: you stuck with us this far. <laughs> then you can get this. And you, people may have already known this, but... I'm sure
1: that the people that listen to this podcast definitely already knew yeah. this. But, but I don't know anything. Who do you think was someone that might have played Xander? Was it like an actual person? That yeah, this, I is would... this is a celebrity now. Okay. Yeah. Um. This person turned down the role, actually. They turned down the role. Uh, okay, so it's somebody that would have to be like... In their 20s and the 90s. Mm-hmm. Freddie Prince Jr. He Oh, because, yeah, yeah they're Scooby gangs. Uh, I don't know, Matthew Lillard. Also Scooby. I'm just, just <laughs> going to keep me. mentioning Scooby. <laughs> That's all I can think about now. Uh, it's Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. I could see him being Xander. He didn't want to play a high schooler. Really? Yeah. So he went on to do Two Guys, a Girl, and a Pizza Place. Was that after this, or before, or during? I, I feel after. like it was probably concurrently. Yeah. It was probably during. He probably went and did that instead of this. That's an underrated show. I mean, I haven't seen it in forever, but I enjoyed that show. My mom hate, hated him, and the way that she described him because she doesn't know you know how old people don't know any anybody's actual names <laughs> and they just describe them. Yeah. Um, she called him the guy with the crooked eyes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Because he apparently has uh, crooked eyes. Two guys, a girl, in a pizza place went from 1998 to 2001. So yeah, right this would there. have been before. It would have been before. No, but it's a, around the same time. No, I mean it's the same time as Buffy. Yeah, because Buffy's well, this, 97, right? This, yeah, the, yeah, this second season's 1998. So last season was 97. So yeah, yeah he turned yeah. this down. and He did that. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. And that ran. That was
0: that was a solid. I don't know how many people it, watched that show, but it was. Solid it was on run. for
1: three seasons. Yeah, I, he's done well for himself. Yeah, I <laughs> could see him doing doing well for this. Though. Oh yeah, absolutely. Alexander like, is a very Ryan Reynoldsy character. Yeah. So
0: for for Buffy, I'm not going to have you guess people because no, no, <laughs> you no, no you let me guess. guess? Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. There's two Give me a people hint. I have that were almost cast as Buffy, and this one was in a movie with uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar.
1: Oh shit. Um, Reese Witherspoon. No. <sighs> cause she was in cruel intentions with.
0: Don't think blonde. That'll be my hint.
1: Oh, Oh, I'll never get this. Then who is it? <laughs> <laughs> that was enough to throw you off. <laughs> You're like, Oh, no, fine. All right. Then, uh, Linda Cardellini. <laughs> <laughs> no, um,
0: it I have here, Katie Holmes was one.
1: What movie was she in with Buff? No, was she in and
0: then Selma Blair. Oh. Selma Blair's in Cruel,
1: Attent- Cruel Intentions, I believe. Okay. Yes. Uh I can't see either of them. The, I could see Ryan Reynolds, but I can't see either of them really. I could see Selma
0: Blair in it, but I think it's a completely different
1: vibe. Yeah, yeah. I think I would think Selma Blair's more like a badass like. Yeah. She's I'm, uh, angry. What's that uh that Marvel show with the
0: the strong we always talk about it when we can't tell Buffy's strength that actress. oh Jessica Jones yeah yeah like Kristen I feel like Selma, I feel like Selma Blair has a little bit of that vibe to her yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. um and apparently Char- Char- uh, charisma carpenter charisma carpenter was uh I think she auditioned for the Buffy role and got swapped into her role which I think mm. She really kills this role, that she has. Yeah, yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah. Well, that was kind of like Batman McGinn's Killian Murphy auditioned to be Batman, mm-hmm. and then they were like, "We like you, so you're going to be Scarecrow."
0: Yeah, I worked Anymore? on a movie with him. He's a really nice guy.
1: Killian Murphy. Yeah. Everybody says I look like that guy. You got uh, yeah, you got the you got the angles. You got yeah. the face angles. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, any more casting? What ifs? That all is right. all. I, that is all I got. Those were good ones. Yeah, I could definitely see Ryan Reynolds doing that. Yeah. Like he would have if you put him in there, he would kill it. And then he also is uh, in vampire movies later is in Blade three, right? <laughs> yeah, he's in like some of the worst like
0: x Men's and Blades. Yeah. Yeah. But he, he got he got through. He did. He did. Yeah, he did some really bad superhero movies because yes, he also he did. did the uh, the Green Lantern. That was bad. And he eventually got Deadpool. So, yep yep where stick. he gets to play exactly himself yeah stick with it everyone stick with it you never know what's yeah. going to happen
1: well then he was in free guy <laughs> yeah. um all right so that is going to be a wrap for killed by death thanks for listening everybody if you want to follow us on instagram it's at boys watching buffy we have a discord now. Uh, I don't know how you find that. Uh, it'll be a link in the
0: show notes. It's uh right. boys watching Buffy on discord. Um, there yeah. you go.
1: And to answer all of our medical questions, uh, email in boyswatchingbuffy at gmail.com and stay tuned for our next episode, which is titled. I only have eyes for you. What do you think that's about?
0: Hmm. I'm, i I kind of want to say they go back to Angel doing something. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm gonna. St- I'm gonna go with the Angel Drusilla Spike
1: love triangle again. Oh, love triangle again. Okay. I really just like diving into that because it's so aggressive. It's aggressive and so mean. God, it's mean spirited. Angel is like, man, he's an asshole. <laughs>
0: like he's. I. Such I a good wait. villain.
1: He's such a good villain. He really is. I can't wait for. Because I have a suspicion that Spike is fully healed and he's just waiting for his right time to reveal and like jump up out of the wheelchair and be like, fuck you, buddy. I was playing all along. I can't wait to see how Angel
0: goes from where he is now to having a spinoff show. Because I know eventually he's going to get the cure of that curse and it's just mm-hmm. going to be like, you get out of town and never come back. Yeah. And then Charisma or Cordelia
1: was like, I'll go too. Like yeah. I don't know. Maybe like Angel's gets- like, I'm going to L.A. and she's like, I just got accepted to U.C.L.A. So yeah. let's hang out. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I'm
0: I'm su- super curious about that. I did have one other note about the uh, the episode we just watched. Okay. Why is the monster in Sunnydale?
1: The kid killing monster. Yeah. Hellmouth.
0: Yeah. He <laughs> didn't it, that's- <laughs> <anything> with Hellmouth. <laughs> no, I was like, go to a bigger. Well, here's the thing: it killed Buffy's cousin yes in a different city that is true because she didn't live in sunnydale you're right so why leave a metropolitan area with more food and more kids to kill but like you said
1: hellmouth. Hellmouth. i mean that was like an argument that willow brought up earlier in the episode too because giles is like maybe buffy is making up a bunch of stuff in her head because maybe cordelia is right and then Willow's like, yeah, I would be inclined to believe that except that we live on the Hellmouth and all kinds of crazy shit happens all the time. And then Giles was like, you're right. Yeah, I'm like, Giles, what are you talking about, man? You're the demon expert. <laughs> they were like, oh, it was a werewolf. You we were like, cool, believe you. Yeah, cool. I can't wait to research werewolves. These are yeah. one of the classics. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so I, for my prediction, I only have eyes for you. It's going to be... I mean, you could have named this episode, I only have eyes for you. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking when you said it. <laughs> um. Prediction from Joe Welke. I think it's going to be something, some people go blind. People go blind. That's all I'm saying. Okay. All right. All right. So hopefully that comes true. Yeah. Uh, I guess we'll have to find out next time when we talk about I Only Have Eyes for You. See ya. Well, I was using the phrase, watch her back, as a euphemism for looking at her butt.
0: Seltzer Kings. Podcasts.